This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is titled, Encourage Yourself, Part 2. Speak hope over yourself. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Today is part two of a message I started last Sunday. Last Sunday I did a message called Encourage Yourself. Let me find out this first of all. How many of y'all have been here? We've been under the tent for four Sundays. How many of y'all been here for all four Sundays? Let me see your hands. Hold them up, y'all. Take a look at the saved, the sanctified, Holy Ghost filled people. All right, let me see some who've been here for three Sundays. Let me see your hands. Take a look at a somewhat sanctified Holy Ghost field. How about two Sundays? These are the wannabe saved, sanctified Holy Ghost field. Let me see those. This is your first Sunday under the tent with us. Why y'all clapping like that's something to be proud of? Huh? I can't hear. Oh, they're here. Oh, they're here. You're finally here. I want to thank the Lord for the people who said I'm still here. So I, I got to go over what I talked about last Sunday so it'll make sense this Sunday. Okay? I can't understand everybody talking at the same time. All right. So last Sunday I talked about David. David um, did an incredible thing. He was a 17-year-old kid who went down to the battlefield where his brothers who were in the army were with the army and his father sent him down there to check on the brothers and the status of the war between the Israelites and the Philistines. He gets down there and he discovers that the, 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 the armies of Israel are hiding over in a ditch. The Philistines has sent out their, their mighty warrior named Goliath and challenged them to send out, challenged Israel to send out their mighty warrior, but none of the men in the army were willing to step forth and come forward. And so the scripture says that David is observing all of these things and looking and watching, and he's amazed that there's no soldier in the Israel army that's willing to step forth and fight Goliath. As a matter of fact, he learns the king even has offered, and David learns that the king has offered some prizes. No taxes, his daughter's hand in marriage, riches, authority, all kinds of stuff the king has offered. And David says, I'll fight that joker. As a matter of fact, David said, how dare this uncircumcised Philistines challenge the armies of the living God? That's the kind of attitude you, you ought to have when you know that God is on your side. David goes out and challenges Goliath and takes his slingshot and five smooth stones and kills Goliath. 
they chop off Goliath's head and they march into the city and the people sing David's praise. David has killed his thousands. Saul has killed his thousands. King Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. Yeah, the people were rapping. The women were singing. They said, they, said, they sang, they, they celebrated. They said, Saul, oh Saul, Saul has killed his thousands. They said, Saul, Oh Saul, Saul has killed his thousands, but, 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 but David, oh David, David has killed 10,000. <laughs> they are celebrating that David has killed 10,000. And Saul is not happy about these praises that the people are singing to David. And so the scripture, te the story goes on that, that Saul attempts on multiple occasions to kill David. David finds himself on a run. He must, he must escape Saul's hand. The king is trying to kill him. The king, the man to whom he once served. The, ki the, the king to whom he once would play his harp and, and ease and soothe his troubled conscience and spirit. He must run from him and he runs into a cave. And in the cave, David runs into a cave and in the cave are a bunch of rejects. It's a bunch of men who are discontent, discouraged, in debt. They're all gathered in this cave and they decide to elect David to be their leader. He becomes the president of the reject ministry. They don't have no jobs. They, they can't feed their families. It's a bunch of rejected men. He becomes their leader and he finds them a job. They get a job in the Philistine army. They become soldiers in the enemy's camp. If y'all had been here last week, I wouldn't have to repeat this, but since y'all wasn't here and y'all proud that you finally here today, They join the Philistine army, and one day when they are about to do battle against the Israelites again, the general of the Philistine army inspects his soldiers, and while he's inspecting them, he, uh, he discovers these Israeli soldiers in the Philistine army. That, that's unheard of. They, the, 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 the general says, y'all can't fight with us. Y'all might, might change your mind. Y'all might decide to to switch the script and fight against us. So he dismisses them and releases them and they, they go dejected, despondent because they've been fired from their jobs and they head home. But when they get to the outskirts of their city, they discovered that the city of Ziglag, where they are from, where their families are, has been burned down and their children and wives have been taken captive. Are y'all still with me? They've been taken captives and now the men are despondent. They're even more despondent now because they lost their jobs. They lost their resources. They lost their ability to provide for their families. And their, their wives and children have been taken captives. And the Bible says in verse number 4, look at verse number 4, 1 Samuel 30. I'm sorry, I should have told you that. 1 Samuel 30. If you had been here last week, you would have known. 1 Samuel 30. 
chapter 30, verse 4 says, Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. These guys are crying. You know, it's bad shape when the brothers are crying. They're crying. They're frustrated. They're hurt. They're mad. Their wives and children have been taken captive, and they cried until they had no more tears to cry. And in verse 6 it says, David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. It's a sad day because now, now David finds himself distraught because they are discussing killing him. You know life is bad when you've been rejected by the rejects. Anybody here been rejected by the rejects? Anybody had people here that nobody else want and now they don't want you? Okay, y'all don't understand what it's like. I've been in that situation. I've lived life when nobody wanted me. When I was in high school, when I was in high school, they, I was a reject. They didn't like me. I was a preacher, a teenage preacher, a teenager preaching the gospel, talking to them about the Lord. They didn't like me. They didn't invite me to their parties. They didn't come to my party. They didn't celebrate me. They didn't do any of that. They rejected me. I know what it's like to be rejected. But I'm telling you today, I'm going to preach to somebody today who feels rejected that we serve a God who has the capacity and the ability to flip the script. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but, but God is about to shift some things in your life. God is about to change the story. He's about to change the circumstance. You might have been rejected. I'm a testimony to you today because there were people who didn't like me, didn't call me to their, didn't invite me to their party, didn't celebrate me, didn't come to my party. They talked about me. They called me names. I told the earlier service, they talked about my father used to make me get a, um, a crew cut. Every, every two weeks I had to go to the barber shop and got a crew cut. They used to laugh at me. That's back when the bush was in style. You know, when you would get the Afro Sheen blowout kit and blow out your head. Oh, you, oh this must be the young crowd. Y'all don't, don't know nothing about the Afro Sheen blowout kit. You, 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 you come to school one day and your hair is like that. Then you come back the next day and it's, it's like that. When you move your hair, your hair wave and shake with your... You young people don't know nothing about that. That's, that's back in the day. Somebody say back in the day. Yeah, back in the day when you used to have enough hair that you could make it curl. Come on, somebody. Talk to me for a second. Get the curl. Anyway, anyway, I had the, I had the crew cut when everybody else was wearing bushes. Everybody else had the bush, and they talked about me. I was, I was not liked. Uh, they called me names, light bulb head. Rem heard encouraged that foolishness by telling me I was shining. That's what he said to me earlier. That was an encouragement. Please don't ever encourage me ever again. He was sitting over here in the earlier service calling out names and talking about me today. Made me feel even worse. But here's how God will change things up for you. The people who once laughed at me and talked about me and called me names now they say, how can I serve you, Pastor? <laughs> Somebody look at your neighbor and say, the script is about to change. God is about to flip your script. Who am I talking to today? God is about to change your circumstances and your situation. Right? Be careful how you treat people on your way up. Because you don't know who you might have to meet later on in life. 
I wish I had a praying crowd with me here today. I wish I had somebody to celebrate with me and understand. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but something is about to change about your circumstance. And so in the scripture that here in the, in the story, David has been rejected by the rejects. They, they spoke of stoning him. Somebody say they spoke of stoning him. But here's what I want you to note. I want you to note this. I want you to see this for a second. In verse number four, they were crying until they had no more power to weep. Do y'all see that in verse number four? David, then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. That's verse four. But if you go down to verse 18, look at verse 18. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives and nothing of theirs was lacking. Either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them, David recovered all. Let me thank those 17 people who got that. That's the word for the day. Today's message is encourage yourself part two. Last week I told you to encourage yourself. Last week I told you to say to yourself and I proclaimed and preached to you and said to you and, uh, that you need to speak a word over your life. You need to speak positivity, positivity to your life. You need to speak hope over yourself. You need to stop listening to the wrong people saying the wrong things, saying negative things to you. I tried to tell you today, speak a word of life. Tell yourself I'm going to live and not die. Tell yourself I'm up and not down. Preach and proclaim yourself I'm a winner and not a loser Tell yourself all oh, No weapon formed against you shall prosper Tell yourself we are more than conquerors Go on and preach pastor We are more than conquerors to him that loved us Preach and declare a promise of the word of God over yourself That's what the word was last week And I'm trying to tell you today That God wants me to prophesy and declare to you That you're going to recover cover all. You've lost some things. You lost some stuff. You got behind on your mortgage. You lost your job. You lost some stuff. But the word for today is get yourself ready. Get yourself prepared. Get yourself postured. Get your mind ready to get blessed and get restoration of everything that you lost. Who am I preaching to today? High five. High. No, don't high five him. No, don't touch him fist bump somebody and say I'm about to recover everything everything that the devil took from me I'm about to get it back everything that I lost I'm about to get it back everything that discouraged me and made me get in a distraught situation I'm prophesying and preaching and declaring and saying to you today you shall recover all Somebody fist bump three or four people around you and say, I received that word for myself. I'm going to recover all. I'm going to get it all back. Everything that the devil took, I'm going to get it back. I thought it was gone forever, but I'm going to get it back. I thought it would never return, but I'm going to get it back. I don't know how God's going to work it out. I don't know how it's going to come. I don't know how it's going to happen, but you shall get it back. I shall. Somebody 
somebody say I shall recover it all say it to yourself preach to yourself prophesy over yourself I shall recover all you're going to get your dance back you're going to get your joy back you're going to get your hope back you're going to get a promise back you're going to get your victory back you're going to get your life back Get it back, get it back, get it back, get it back, get it back. It's coming back. Somebody say it's coming back, it's coming back. It's coming back, it's coming back. I don't know how God's going to work it out, but it's coming back. I don't know which way he's going to come. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how it's going to come to pass, but it's coming back. I'm speaking life over you here today. I'm speaking hope over you here today. I need you to get that word right there in verse 18 and 19 and say I'm transitioning from weeping and crying to getting everything back. Matter of fact, let me read the verse to you again. Because y'all don't get it. Y'all got it. If y'all got this, y'all be running. Somebody would be running around this building. It says in verse 18, David recovered all. Y'all see that? Verse 18. Verse 19, and nothing of theirs was lacking. Somebody need to tell themselves, I ain't going to be lacking nothing. Neither small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them, David recovered all. I need y'all to get this in your mind and get this in your heart. You're going to get it all back devil has made you think that it's gone forever but my assignment is to preach it over you and declare it over you it's coming back okay I'm sorry hold up wait a minute hold up I know what the problem is I you know why they, they're not getting this uh, Steve Mike the reason they're not getting it is because I forgot to tell them an important thing because they wasn't here last week. So they missed an important part of the message. Last week I told them to put their ephod on. Yeah. I said, you got to put your ephod on. So that, that's why y'all sitting there be looking at me because I forgot to tell you about the ephod. The ephod is a garment that the priest put on before he went into the holies of holies before he went to carry out his assignment and enter into the place of worship of God he had to put his ephod on so what I tried to tell y'all last week is to speak a word of hope over yourself and then I told you to put your ephod on and the ephod represents your worship that's why you're sitting here looking at me like I'm speaking in a foreign language you don't know what the ephod is I'm here to tell you to put your worship on you can't get it all back till you put your worship on we gotta be a crowd of people who have a mentality that says I don't have to wait till I get it back I can go ahead and give God the praise ahead of time put your ephod on put your worship clothes on Get your praise on. Give God a thanks and a praise. But don't wait until the victory. Give him a shout now.
a praise now. Give him a praise while you've got the activities of your lips. Give him a worship while you still can and will praise him. You better put your ephod on. If you want to get it back, you got to have your ephod on. If you want to get to victory, you got to put your ephod on. If you want to be a winner, you got to put your ephod on. You got to learn to worship God regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what you see. God is trying to raise up a generation of people who know to worship God despite what their circumstances look like. I may be down today, but I'm going to be up tomorrow. I might be losing today, but I'm going to be up tomorrow. I might look like a loser today, but I'm going to be a winner tomorrow. I'm getting it all back. I'm getting it all back. Somebody say, do like this, I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. It's coming back. say that but put your word put your name right there no I'm sorry I want you to shout it out put your name there. make that declaration make the declaration I said make the declaration I shall become all Getting it back, I shall recover all. I shall recover all. Hey, 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 hey. You're getting your marriage back, get your husband back, get your wife back, get your children back. You shall recover everything. preaching to you. Keep those hands up. Let me pray for you. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray a double dose 
a double portion of recovery upon the life of your people. I pray right now in Jesus' name that whatever their hopes and dreams and aspirations might be, you give them back double for their trouble. In the name of Jesus. And God, while our hands are raised, we go ahead and give you thanks for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Go ahead and give him the praise right now. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. God, I bless you. God, I praise you. God, I count it done. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I accept it in the name of Jesus. I see it in the name of Jesus. I believe it in the name of Jesus. I count it has done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now, some of y'all may not have lost much, but hold on to this word for your future. Grab a hold of it and say, you know what, I, I'm okay right now, but I know in the future, I'm going to need that word and I'm going to put it in my bank account. In Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. You'll get back everything that the enemy stole from you. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.